alligator. Was a detective. No. <laughs> an investigator. <laughs> didn't even wait for me to say, okay, what do you... <laughs> it's just too good. <laughs> it's my favorite bad joke. <laughs> an investigator. <laughs> Get it? Because... Yeah, I got it. Thanks. <laughs> Uh, also, well, <laughs> hello there. Hi. <laughs> That's what I was going to say, but you really threw me off completely. Uh, I had to. Uh, uh, how are you, kid? <laughs> Good lord. Yeah, I'm alright. How are you okay. doing? How you I'm sorry. Doing? I was about to say, hang on, uh, I need to get okay. How you doing? <laughs> the best thing ever. Uh, doing great. I'm doing great. Also, I don't know. I had, I, I had a thought and it just disappeared from my mind. Uh, what? Because of the bad joke? <laughs> Wait, I have another one. What does a baby? Computer, call his father. Nada. <laughs> None of these are good. Yes, they are. Ah, I love these jokes. <laughs> okay, I'm done. I'm done. Uh, do you mm. want to introduce our podcast? <laughs> sure. <clears throat> Hi, everyone. Welcome to all the films we judged before. I'm Katie, and there's like a very bad joke teller. Let me get. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, um, I'm Troy Baker, not Troy Baker. <laughs> it's going well for you, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't stop laughing now. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Does anyone need an arc? I know a guy. <laughs> ah, I'm done. Because my, my uncle's going to say, my uncle, my uncle Sean, who regularly watches our show, he's, yes. he's lovely and we love him very dearly. Yes. Um, he posts bad jokes every Friday oh my God. Uh, on his Facebook statuses. So I'm going to ask Sean if you could come up with, give us one of your best and put it in the comics with that to show Lily how it's done. I'd appreciate that. <laughs> but I am, I'm excellent than Teddy jokes. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. Um, <laughs> so what did you watch lately, Katie? <laughs> okay, okay, we're just going to switch gears a little bit. I saw Nomadland a couple of days ago in the cinema. Excellent. Even even more insane. It was, um, yeah, it was really nice. It was a really nice experience. Uh, mostly, um, I'm doing it again. Um, uh, yeah, we, my local cinema just opened a room or a screen like they they put it together in the last lockdown uh like that we had around christmas called the lounge and it's mm-hmm. one of those places with big leather seats you can order food to your chair it's really nice <laughs> chairs are super comfortable it was the whole thing was great so my friend my friend vicky and i went and sat and we watched uh, nomadland which was a, a lovely experience um because the movie's just such a sweet sort of meditation on yeah. wandering really <laughs> It really is, um, and grief, and 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 all that sort of stuff. And it was um, Francis. I like. I know 
that Frances Madonna didn't need another Oscar, but I do see why she won another one. That's what I said as well. Because <laughs> I, I, I was it's like, oh, she's so good in it. Because she's like completely different to how I've seen her in other things, at least recently. Because I, I think of her as being like really loud and foul. Mm, yep. <laughs> and this, she's so quiet and like insular and then like just trying to get by. And, and she I was, was like, great. Oh. She, was so, she was incredibly good. But my favorite thing was because it's been so long since we've been to the cinema, I forgot that you could get moments like, there's a moment, in, I tweeted about this uh, when I came back, yes. um, but there's a moment in the film where some very important plates get dropped on the floor. And I heard a gasp ripple throughout the room. <laughs> and I just sat there and went, oh, this is why I like going to the cinema. Because <laughs> it was like, it was, it kind of, it was like, it literally went from like left to right. And I, I watched my friend out of the corner of her eye go, <gasps> I was like, yes, this is yeah. what cinema is about. Exactly. Ah, <laughs> oh, I can't wait to go back to the, the to the cinema as well. It's like, please. <laughs> and the whole thing was also, you know, very safe. We had to keep a seat between us all, so yes. all the 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 screen was at half capacity, and uh, all the staff were in masks. And we had to keep. We we were told that we had to keep masks on unless we were eating, and then we could take them off. Yes. Um. So Which the whole thing's you know, very safe and they leave more time between screenings to be able to clean up properly and all this sort of stuff. So it's, it's like a, you know, sort of everything's very safe, which is why I recommend if people um, are feeling up to it and also if they have like a local independent cinema, you should buy memberships and take yourself over to the cinema because it's very important to, uh, you know, support your local cinemas. Yes, I support I, I, this message. <laughs> they're good places, you know. Um, my favourite thing is that... Um, there's a there's an article on the latest episode of Empire. I'm pointing that way because I lit- it's like literally on the floor behind me. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a there was an it was like one of the first things that they did in their like top twenty uh, where they do all the news uh, yep. in in the Empire magazine um, was all about like uh, cinemas reopening and one of the the first cinemas because they went and talked to like a bunch of independent cinemas. And one of the ones they talked to was a cinema called the Rex, which is um, in my old hometown where oh. I used to live okay. uh, and it was my grandma's favorite cinema she used to go there we used to like consistently buy her memberships to there and she'd go all the time it's a beautiful place like full art deco like gigantic kind of like fabric seats um and they do um like events there all the time and it's a really really nice little place but it, I just made me happy to see it um in the um just opened it up and I was like I'm the Rex is in it it got like a full refurbishment because it was like nice. shut down for years like decades mm-hmm. and then it got a refurbishment op- reopened again in like 2006 i think mm-hmm. and since then it's been it's um if you have you ever seen son of rambo yes you know the opening in the film where he's sitting in that cinema and he's like filming the film yes that's the rex oh okay oh yeah. wow that's nice that is nice good to know Cinemas are great. Cinemas Support are your awesome. local cinema. Yes, yes, please. Just if you can, go <laughs> and watch something. But, yeah, and obviously if... only if you're feeling safe and well oh, yes. enough to do so. Yes, yes, that's what I meant by if you can. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know what people are like. I know. Like, well, I... technically, I can. I know, I know, I know. That's true. Technically, I can go too, but I'm not gonna lie. Uh, well, the leader of this cinema here in my hometown is is a bit weird. Like he's bringing back 
movies that are already on streaming platforms and everywhere, which is, you know, still, I guess... a couple of those. I mean, like, Nomadland's... uh, You can watch it on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, Um, I I know, I know, I know. But, you know, like, it's not the good kind of movies. (laughs) (laughs) Like, uh, uh, this week we have Mortal Kombat, and I... Well, yeah, that that no. to be fair, that that only did only like kind of only just come out. I know, but I'm in, like... in in the grand scheme of things, like these are, I I understand um, why. I'm just wondering what's on my local one. Oh, I understand Godzilla vs Kong because that was created for the big screen. <laughs> uh, so I am actually thinking about going and watching that. Uh... Oh, I didn't look at my my, my weekly um, my newsletter from um, my local picture house. Okay. Uh, and they're Did showing Minari. Something? They're showing Minari on Tuesday. <gasps> nice. And I would like to see that, so I might go and go watch that. Yeah, why not? <laughs> they're also showing it tomorrow, but I'm a bit busy tomorrow, so I might do it on, that's, that's I'll do it on Tuesday. Yeah, watch it. It's a really, really good movie. See? He's not bringing movies like <laughs> I'm that. gonna end up <laughs> going to the cinema three times within a week. <laughs> that's fine. I mean that's what I did back in the old days. <laughs> I do want to go more often and it's like oh, I could oh. just do it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the only thing what have you that been <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I know for sure that I'm not gonna watch in the cinema, even if he brings it, is The Conjuring. Because yeah, no, I don't want to. I, I even I well, I say even I'm. I'm just the first time I went and saw a, a horror film in the cinema was It Chapter Two. Yes. So I it's just generally I don't do go for that sort of thing. Going to I... see a Quiet Place on Sunday is going to be a a new experience. I would do it. Because mm. obviously horror as well has a different charm in a cinema than at yeah. home, uh, but not here, <laughs> because people are fucking assholes here, and unless <laughs> I yell at them to shut the fuck up, I have to listen to them because obviously they are scared and they are hiding uh, their fear behind talking fucking loudly. And uh, I remember that the last horror movie I watched in the cinema. Well, it's not true because I watched it uh, chapter two as well. But the last one I watched back here uh, was the second Conjuring movie, uh, and, and it didn't go well. And up until the point, it was it was Full House, like full, completely like two hundred and fifty people or something like that. And then they started. At first, at the beginning, it was fine because no one was talking; like everyone was just watching the movie. And you know, genuinely, when you got scared, everyone was like, <gasps> "And that's it." But there was no laughter, nothing. And then some asshole at the back started talking, but like really fucking loudly. And I managed to shut up for one minute before I turned <laughs> back, and I literally went, "Hey, shut the fuck up!" And everyone was like, "Huh." <laughs> <laughs> it was quiet <laughs> from then onward it was quiet but I I hate doing it I don't like to yell at people but if you're gonna talk during a movie I'm gonna yell at you fucking easy as that I, just, I don't care I that's fair <laughs> I'm too conflict averse to actually get, get the courage to yell at people so I just sit, sit and seize <laughs> Uh, me too. Everywhere else, except for the cinema. Like that's that's a holy place. You 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 don't talk in the cinema. And... You sit there. Yes, exactly. I I become a different person. I become very evil when it comes to movies. So like, stop. If I'm feeling very brave, I might uh cut like a uh, like an annoyed glance. <laughs> but like, that's nothing. <laughs> you, you, I'm I'm like I'm I'm Hulk. 
when it comes to the cinema, I'm like, Hawk is <laughs> angry. Uh, also, if if I mention holy, how do you make holy water? <laughs> you boil the hell out of it. <laughs> We've even gotten to the topic of the podcast again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> also, I didn't watch it. Did I watch something? Oh, yes. I, I have to share this. I wrote it out on Twitter because I find it hilarious, but I have to say it out here. Uh, so I watched uh, the third season of Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous, which is amazing. Uh, it, it's, I, I, would, I would say that uh, uh, it compares to Clone Wars, even if it's a bit more childish at some points, but at the same time, it's about children, so it it's kind a, of balances it's a, a pretty, out itself. It's, it's, a, it's a kid show, right? In a way, in a way. But uh, also, uh, Colin Trevor just announced that it is connected to Jurassic World Dominion. And it is now obviously confirmed that it's uh, connected to the first one and the second movie as well, uh, which is nice. Uh, I literally went during the show like, oh my God. Uh, mm. But uh, there, was, there was a scene in there. I am guessing you're not going to watch it, so I can no. tell. <laughs> uh, so my favorite ever scene from any Jurassic Park or Jurassic World movie is the kitchen scene from the first film. That scene is fucking amazing. And they recreated it in Jurassic World at the same exact location. And I was like, ah! <laughs> I almost died. <laughs> just like, oh my God, this is so cool. Uh, but anyway, there's one thing that annoys the shit out of me. I watched a few videos on YouTube about it. And they... Uh, introduced a new hybrid uh, that Dr. Wu cre- created before the Indominus Rex uh, or the Indoraptor. And it, it was named Scorpius Rex. And it is clearly stated that it has thermal vision. You can see his vision from his or her point of view. Uh, and then there are YouTube videos where they like, we never find out why the Scorpius Rex got distracted by fire. Hmm, I wonder <laughs> why the fuck did that happen? Like, seriously, people? It's like, it's there. It has thermal vision. So if it's going to see fire, it will probably get distracted. So I'm like, oh, God. Um, so yeah, that's that's that was fun. Uh, I really loved it. It's it's getting better and better. And I, I sure hope that they're going to do a season four and a season five as well, at least. Uh, and then I watched Unholy with Jeffrey D. Morgan. It's not good. Uh, I'm very sorry. <laughs> oh, that's the one. That was the one that he. Yeah. Uh, um, I remember seeing a little bit of the trailer for that. I'm thinking. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. It's it's once again the same illness that many horror movies have. That the trailer is really good, and then the movie itself is like, no, thank you. Uh, Jeffrey was great in it, but Jeffrey's great in everything, so. It's not sure. it's not a surprise really, uh, and then uh, I watched oh, I watched Wrath of Man, which is the new Guy Ritchie film uh, with Jason Statham. And... Did you go to like two minutes ago when you said you didn't really watch anything this week? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's my brain skipping things. <laughs> uh, uh, that's the last thing I watched. Wrath of Man. Please watch it. It's fucking amazing guy richie did such an amazing job and jesus that it was it's just 
excellent excellent in it that's it that's all i watched i promise <laughs> yeah i've got um Oh, and the Friends to... reunion, but we're going oh, to yeah. talk about it. We'll get, yeah, we'll get to that. But I do want to say, um, I, I, I'm my my next thing, I need to catch up on Critical Role because um, I found I just found out today that next week is going to be the last episode of this campaign, and I'm like three episodes behind. Ooh. Oh, that's a lot. So I'm like, I'm going to catch up so that I can not be behind like I was at the end of the last campaign because uh, when they ended last campaign I had I'd gotten like 10 episodes behind because mm-hmm. a certain thing happened to my favorite character which meant that like I knew exactly what was going to happen to him at the end of it and it was too sad <laughs> I just didn't watch it for like two months Aww. and I was like oh I have to catch up so I didn't quite catch up until um the last episode um so I ended up watching it like maybe a week after it, it aired but I want to actually be on it today um when it when it goes up that's why i'm, I'm wearing all my, my critical role paraphernalia I figured. i'm actually wearing my vac shirt nice this is one of the first pieces of, of merch that i bought nice. and now i have so much more <laughs> ah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you something upsetting it really mm. upset me today uh instagram popped up uh, a message that uh, a page called level up is selling uh mass effect merchandise and they have the, oh, yeah. the n7 hoodie yeah, and Garrus T-shirt and Female Shepherd T-shirt and all that stuff, but they don't ship to Europe. So I was nah, like, I, I I was ready to order it. I wanted an N7 hoodie since the first game, basically. Yeah, not today. <laughs> not today. Not today. Though. Yeah, it's it is what it is. Uh, but yeah, to get to the point why we are here today. <laughs> And why I am telling horrible jokes <laughs> to you <laughs> and enjoying your reactions to it. <laughs> it's because we're going to talk about sitcoms because, you know, the friends just happened <laughs> and it's comedy and everything. Um, and uh, I, 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 I think we should start with them. Yeah. Do you just want to talk about the friends reunion in general or just friends yes. in general or both? <laughs> Well, okay, we need to start from somewhere. This is what well, okay, then let's start from uh, the reunion because okay. it's, it's a very fresh experience. Do you want to go first? Have you watched yeah. it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I watched it. Okay. Uh, I, I got up, I woke up, I, I, I got my hands on it and I, I watched the whole thing and it was it was, it was was really nice. It's been a while, so I, I grew up on Friends, like I'm sure you probably did as well, but like yeah. it was just always on. Mm-hmm. Um. I think anybody who grew up in the UK around the time I did knows just that. Um, for you know, pretty much all of my childhood, if you turned on Channel Four or E Four or any of the fours, Friends was just always on. That you'd yeah. find it like a uh, uh, like usually they'd spend an hour in the evening putting Friends on, and then you would probably find another one a couple hours later. <laughs> they put another couple of episodes on. Yeah. Um, so I I don't I have never I don't think sat down and watched the whole thing from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. I know I've seen all the episodes, just not in order. <laughs> How can you live like that? <laughs> I'll have watched like large chunks like in order because I'll go back every day because I'm like ah oh, yeah I, I've seen this one I've seen this one and um you know I like this storyline and all that sort of stuff. I always liked it much better um, post Monica and Chandler getting to be- together. I think that was when you know oh, yeah. it, it really went up with um yeah. but like uh, so it was just you know it, it was it was one of those things that i i grew up on decidedly so watching it was just sort of like this is just nice i haven't watched this in forever and i forgot how like 
genuinely funny it was. Because mm-hmm. um, there were the, I like laughed out loud multiple times <laughs> during the reunion. Like, yeah. ah, shit, this is good, isn't it? <laughs> but like, because it's like I haven't watched it in years because you know a certain god I can't remember how many years ago now they that they it left Channel Four. I think mm-hmm. it's only available on like Comedy Central now, mm-hmm. which we don't have. And I also just don't watch live television really anymore. <laughs> Same. Um, so I haven't really watched it in a very long time. Uh, so seeing bits of it and I'm like, oh yeah, I know it's specific- I know exactly this episode. I know exactly what they're talking about here and all this sort of stuff. Um, yeah, it was just just lovely. Are we both on... I, I don't know where you stand on James Corden, but apparently there are a lot of people who are not a fan of the fact that he was the one who was hosting I this. hate him. I was. I'm pretty ambivalent about the guy. Mm. I do kind of wish they picked somebody else. I mean, you had Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy Kimmel there, and you picked James Corden, and I'm like, I don't even think. I don't think anybody could have stomached Jimmy Fallon. I'm not gonna lie. He's, he's like, I don't mind Jimmy Fallon. I love personally, Jimmy Fallon. But there are people don't like the way that he will laugh at like anything in a way that feels very fake. But that's. That's his laugh. <laughs> I never mind. Uh, I heard. I heard that there are people who have problems with how he laughs, but it's so stupid. I. I don't know. I love him. I think Jimmy is great. O- Again, o- also very ambivalent. I think if I had to pick anybody, I'd pick Seth Meyers. Oh yeah, because I love Seth Meyers. Or like Conan, but like Conan O'Brien is. Um, he's leaving the late night game. I think he's he's ending his show at some point. Which soon. is so sad. It is sad. Mm. I like Conan O'Brien a lot. He's a funny yeah, guy. He's awesome. Um, I, I, yeah. I would have been... I, I'm going to say it like this. Anyone mm. else would have <laughs> been better than James Gordon. <laughs> and I saw some really funny tweets. My favorite one is from a British guy. And he literally said that, uh, please... Uh, don't make the Americans aware that we don't like James Gordon because then they're going to send him back to us and we don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I understand. I don't know. He's just so obnoxious. I I, I don't find him obnoxious, to be honest. Oh. But I will say that I've heard stories from people who've had to work with him uh, who say that he's an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that, that, that's, and I go, that's fair. <laughs> that's the other thing. I... I Every time he does something, I feel like he's very obnoxious. He's really, really full of himself. Uh, but I was, I was glad that in here he might have gotten orders to be a lot less like himself. <laughs> and if his his role in the whole thing felt a bit weird to me because he just sense. sort of sat them down and then asked. Like it wasn't even like a like a chat. He just asked them questions. Yeah. And it was like, okay, this is a bit odd that like, you could have gotten anybody to do this. Yeah, it was a bit weird. I'd... Oh, well, uh, th- uh, those parts were okay, I would yeah. say. I would have much rather watched them just talk in the studio. Yeah. Just, you know, the six of them together and that's in. Uh, I think the fact that they played the game again <laughs> was really fun. <laughs> I freaking love that. Uh, my favorite moment was uh, when Phoebe and Lady Gaga sang uh, Smelly Cat. It took me a minute to place Lady Gaga in that get up. Like I saw her and I was like, wait, I know who that is. <laughs> she walked in and was like, got it, okay. 
but it was the hair and like the 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 clothes like it really threw me off for a second i was like (laughs) 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 yeah yeah i but i have to agree with her i i always love phoebe uh you know she always symbolized uh that being different and a little bit weird is completely fine and and you know i always felt like i am a phoebe and a lot of people can (laughs) agree that I am a bit of a Phoebe mixed with a bit of Chandler with my horrible jokes. <laughs> and there you have it. That's me <laughs> mixed together. My my best friend um, uh, reminded... Well, he reminds me of Phoebe. The image I have of them um, in secondary school, like mm-hmm. that I know of him uh, as how I knew him in, in year seven, reminds me very distinctly of Phoebe there are still a lot of things about him that remind me of Phoebe but like in a very different way now just because he's changed over the years and uh, as you know as people do when they grow up but he was very Phoebe like when mm-hmm. I, as I knew like but the first few years that I, I knew him but um I was always I mean I always loved Chandler that was like I like I always loved Chandler like oh, I, I think I think I stole a lot of personality traits from Chandler growing <laughs> up but I've also you know definitely got a bit of Monica in me as well oh I have a little bit of now that uh I am 30 <laughs> uh I feel like I have a lot of Monica in me in you know I always have to clean which was something that I never did <laughs> I don't I yeah I don't have that um I do have that. uh sort of you know obsessive cleaning like oh. that Monica does but I do have the sort of obsessive um I do, I do have I have an obsessive brain that is just something that I know about myself um uh and I have a, a, a very distinct need for control in a lot of situations <laughs> so yeah, just mix well. together Monica <laughs> and Chandler and I think you have a pretty good you know approximation of me um <laughs> any ways and shapes uh yeah I, I think i think i have to agree you you're a bit of both of them <laughs> which is completely fine. which is exactly i think that's kind of exactly where i would want to be as well <laughs> yeah 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 uh, i will i will be happy with my weird self uh till the end of time i think <laughs> sure of course i know uh what is your all-time favorite episode do you have one fuck it's difficult because I really haven't thought about like specific episodes in a very in a really long time because they all kind of mesh together in my head. Yeah. Um, I did think um, uh, Monica and Chandler's engagement was one of my favorites, which is why when somebody brought that up in the reunion, I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. That's that and one. you know their wedding. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 I love the wedding. My there are you know specific other ones as well, but I just can't think of like specific episodes off the top of my head because it's been such a long time since I've I've watched them. I I have one that will always stay with me. Mm. That's when Joy and Ross sleep together. <laughs> it's a nice episode. <laughs> it's so funny. I mean, it's understandable. There's nothing better than another human being uh, sleeping under your head. And, and it's like, you know, they, they even say it. It was the best sleep they ever had. <laughs> and I love, uh, I think it's the uh, end scene of the, of the episode where they are sleeping <laughs> on the sofa and everyone is standing behind them and they are like, <laughs> <laughs> and the faces, Joy and Rose make, it's just like, Ah, oh, glorious. I freaking love that episode. <laughs> I think 
I think everybody can agree because there's been a lot of like talk about it in recent years. I think mostly when it, it got put on 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 Netflix, there are the, the, as with anything from the '90s, there are some there's some stuff in there that didn't age particularly well. But like, I think that's yeah. inevitable with most it things. Is. Um, it's not the most racially diverse thing in the world. Again, it was the '90s, and it, it, yes, it could do better. Like we yeah. we, we and we do do better now. Um, yeah. You know, and I just, it's one of those things where people are like, it's problematic. I'm like, yeah, of course it is. Watch it with a critical eye and enjoy the stuff that's good about it. And let's move on. Yeah, because there are so many things that are good about it. Like, you know, obviously, we are not blind. There are problems with it. But it was in the 90s. Like, come on. Come on. Like, Be critical, but like, it's still good. <laughs> I, don't, I can't say it's innocent because it is. It's like yes, I granted everything with Chandler's father is a like it's it's transphobic. It is. <laughs> like it's not done well. <laughs> and you're kind of sitting there going, oh, cool. and you know, there's 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 gay jokes scattered in there that you're just sort of like, oh, okay, really, okay. Um, every once in a while, but you know, it's still like it's wonderful and <laughs> it's happy and it's just about a group of people who care about each other a lot. I still find that final joke in the in the very last episode episode where they're like, Oh, do you wanna go do you guys wanna go get some coffee? And he goes, Sure. Where? Where? <laughs> I love it. And they showed it in this reunion like at least two or three times and every it's, time. Every like... time it cracks me up. <laughs> it cracks me up, but I, I cried the moment they stepped into the studio one by one. It was lovely. Oh, I really liked God. that. I, I it just you know, I, I realized that I really missed them. Like, I completely understand what Lisa Kudrow said. Like, you know, if, if there were a, a reunion, like, you know, episode-wise. Uh, yeah. I, I think they are right, because they left them at such a good place, all of them, that I I would love to see them. But at the same time, I don't think it could work. Hmm. Plus, I think um, our, our lovely mutual friend Elliot has put it very rightly in that we don't need to keep making reboots of stuff that we've seen before. I think this is the perfect way to do something like this because yes. it has been so long since we've seen anything to do with it that mm -hmm. a, like a get together of everybody to kind of talk about it and go back over it and be like, hey, so this was nice and like the way that they did it was lovely. Yeah. But also, I I like the fact that in the show they were also like, we're not going to do this again. It's just going to be this. We're, we're we're doing this and then that's it. We're not we're not going to open up that kind of worms anymore. Yeah. So it's like a one and done thing that we could look back on it and go, yeah, that was great and I loved it uh, and it was over, mm -hmm. which I am very much appreciative of because I think too many things come back and they're like, let's just do it again. <laughs> okay, but do we have to? Yeah. No, I don't think we need need it. It would be nice. I'm not going to say that if if it would happen, I wouldn't be like, oh my god, because I probably would be <laughs> just you know jumping out of my skin but yeah uh, like, but this I, is perfect i'm not gonna lie i felt like it was perfect like this is all i needed yeah i i agree with you in the sense that i think i would have preferred um a show that was mostly based around like like that, that those whole bits where they were just sitting mm -hmm. in uh, in the monica's living room and just sort of talking to each other and like doing like little anecdotes so nice. i think that was the best sort of version of that mm -hmm. See, I, I like i loved uh matt levant telling that story uh or like just about like how like it was such a unique experience for them mm -hmm. and how like when he was like i woke up one morning and all of our houses were just on tv 
protection. He was like, my oh wife is a mess. <laughs> but I mean, that must have been kind of a creepy, creepy feeling. Like, oh my God, that's terrifying. my ass. <laughs> but uh, I loved it. Um, I think Matt's accident where his shoulder. I couldn't watch uh, it uh, I couldn't I like literally I was sitting there going oh no I can't look at this like the, oh I, the, the trek was fine it was the moment he stood up and like he and, was, and like, turned around and you could and see I was like, oh no 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 I can't. <laughs> oh god I did I never knew that that was what happened and that's yeah. why you know they had the uh, Joey was jumping <laughs> on the bed <laughs> thing happening but I mean it's it's kind of genius let's be honest and it's something that Joey would definitely do <laughs> sorry. Sorry. oh god I, I freaking love that like you know it was like oh Jesus Christ and I, I love that sentiment in there like you know we got it right on the third time so I don't know why we had to do it for a fourth time some reason who knows I do love that there was like multiple points that you saw behind the scenes stuff of David Schwimmer just turning to the camera going we're gonna cut (laughs) (laughs) oh my god Uh, I love their stories I love the taper reads that they did like come on Uh, if you didn't cry when uh, David Trimmer and, and Jennifer Aniston did the the Ross and Rachel finally get I got together. I got teary, but I, got I had teary. only just woken up. Yeah. <laughs> it's like too early for like tears. I did I, 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 I did almost the whole way through. I just I was just so emotional. Like I don't know why, <laughs> but I was like, oh, this is so nice. Why am I crying though? This is no. It's I think specifically it was the um. It was the the little vignettes of all the people from all over the world, like all the ones from oh. Ghana and like the woman from India, and um, I was, was so just sitting nice. going, "Oh, this is that was the thing that got me the most." Like uh-huh. it really, it was just sort of the thing of like people just like this brought people joy. Yeah, and I think that's like one of the most important pieces of you know, yeah, you know, what you get out of it as mm-hmm. a as a. Um, because that, that, that's what that's what I get out of you know some of my favorite stuff. Yeah. Oh, I think I think Friends was so successful and still today is so successful because it's it's such a comfort show. You know, it's like yeah. whenever it, it it's on TV when I have lunch or whatever, I'm gonna watch it. I, I don't even think about you know changing the channels, watching something else. It's friends. I'm going to watch it. You know, it brings me joy. I've watched the episodes a hundred times at least because of, of all this repetition on TV. All but I don't piece. care. I don't care. I'm, I just love them. You know, it's like I have it on DVD all of the seasons. Uh, I just ordered the Blu-ray <laughs> of all of the seasons. And yep. it's it's available on Netflix. Uh, it's available. Uh, it, it just came back to HBO Go. So I'm like... I if 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 I feel a bit down and I just want to have a good laugh, I just I just turn it on. That's it. I didn't realize, like I knew it. I, the reason that they they decided to go on with the Monica and Chandler, uh, like oh a God, relationship, yes. was because that the audience was so into it. Mm-hmm. Did not know that that applause actually had to be held for so long, like because they're sitting there like waiting for it. Yeah. <laughs> consummate professionals and I'm sitting there going wow this is like like a while 
I love that. I love those infos. I it was a surprise to find out that David Trimmer actually had a crush on Jennifer Aniston. And like the the moment they said it and started showing that footage, I was like, oh, it's so obvious. <laughs> I love how when they were sitting in in Monica's living room, everyone was like, "Did you guys know? Yeah, yeah, we knew. <laughs> we knew. <laughs> Thanks, guys." <laughs> I'm glad that like nothing happened. Yeah. between them because it's that kind of thing it would have messed the whole thing up um yeah. Yeah, i mean that you know they could remain good friends um in in in, in you know all, the, all these years since i'm at the moment they were like we're not gonna wait as long to have dinner together <laughs> all, all six of us <laughs> i'm like good i don't good. know you people but i'm invested in your friendship yeah, yeah. I just want you to be happy. It's fine. Exactly, exactly. Uh, yeah, but it was it was lovely. I I really enjoyed it. Like you know, seeing them together again, and 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 because that was a time in my life where I had this weird feeling that maybe they are not even friends anymore, and it made me incredibly sad, even though I didn't have any confirmation of this idea or anything. But I just you know, it, it just felt strange that whatever was uh, the topic that you know should the friends uh, happen again or should they come back uh, I always felt like a bit of a resentment from them uh, and it, it might have been or it probably was just my just, imagination <laughs> I think if anything it probably just came from like people consistently asking them when they were going to get back together again it's like no we're not doing this <laughs> stop asking yeah because it was consistent people it were was. just like when are you going to renew you know do a reunion and they were like oh, <laughs> <laughs> I got other shit on yeah and that's why this was so special because for years I thought that it, this is never going to happen and then suddenly it did and it it was glorious <laughs> so yeah um, um, what other sitcoms do you like? I like, I mean everything that Michael Shaw does <laughs> pretty much uh, apart from The Office, I just haven't seen The Office it's also like too based in cringe that for me to deal with i think oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. i don't think i could ever watch it and like survive because <laughs> um my friend charlotte knows this about me and it, it annoys her consistently um that i will if anything is like gives me a whiff of second secondhand embarrassment i pause it i can't just watch through it she's just like just get it over with i'm like i can't it's too painful <laughs> like i actively i will either pause it for like five minutes and go oh god I can't do this um before tentatively pushing play and kind of hiding behind my clothes or like my pillow or something like that or I will literally just bury my head on something like I can't do it I can't do it I'm not watching this <laughs> so I don't think I could make it through the office but Parks and Rec I love Brooklyn Nine-Nine I've put the good place behind me because Jesus Christ I love this show mm. so much <laughs> um I think he's just started a new show, and I cannot remember the name of it now. But I think it's based around a um, uh, a Native American community. Um, try, uh, I can't fuck. What's it called? I'm gonna have to go looking for it. But I've heard it's very good. I just don't know what it's called. But I'll watch like most sitcoms. But I feel like there's not as many nowadays, nope. which is a shame because you know you, you want to uh, either. There's not as many, or they're just not as good. That's what I wanted to say. Like, uh, I think if we said when we had the talk with uh, Jesse about horror movies that you know mm. it's it's one of the hardest genres to to mail and and to do a great one, 
uh, than I would say that sitcom is is then in in TV. Like you know, in order to have a really great sitcom, it it's like everything has to come together. Everything like it it did in Friends because uh, you know the main reason this one works so well is because they were just they just had such a great chemistry and they fit the role so perfectly that uh you know everyone just clicked with it like instantly uh it was it was as, as they said it in the reunion it was a huge success uh I it mean, was lightning in a bottle for oh, sure 100 percent uh and i think if i am more i just think about all the tv shows i watch and then you know and and the sitcoms especially i don't think i like any other sitcom as much as I love Friends. Like I watched The Big Bang Theory, and uh, <laughs> I I I lighted up until season five. I think that's where I stopped because it just became too much. Uh, I did hear that there were you know amazing episodes afterwards. And I just can't do it. Like it's too sort of based on like like the really obvious nerd stereotypes. There's too many stereotypes going on in it for me to be like, eh. and it also, it also I think like it was quite you know, I don't want it's fashionable is not the right word, but I can't think of um, the the correct one off the top of my head um, to just hate on the Big Bang Theory. And like there would be times where I'd like catch like an episode or two on TV and go, all right, this isn't as bad, mm. but also I it did bug me more than anything else. I'm just like. Is this did this need to go on for how long was it like 11 or 12 seasons I think 11 yeah or 12 I don't remember I, I, like it I didn't need I, to have, it didn't need that as I said I stopped it after like I think it was season five where I stopped because it just it became a bit repetitive like yeah you know uh, I love Sheldon I think Sheldon was the best character and Jim Parsons did an amazing job uh, uh, I prefer to watch Jim Parsons into everything he's done basically since then <laughs> he has a great Sheldon like like on. but like it's not that he's doing a bad job obviously he's doing a good job it's just you know everything about like the idea of the again it's the stereotyping that kind of goes into the whole thing there, there are a bunch of like they, 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 yeah, they are all just. Also, the fact that he's like so clearly autistic, but they never actually called him autistic. He has like, very... just call him autistic. I think he just has a really strong OCD, and that's it. <laughs> just... No, he's clearly autistic. No, I wouldn't call Sheldon autistic. I no, no, no. That. that that man is decidedly autistic. Uh, no, I don't believe that. Um, but uh, I, I just, I just. I don't know. I just they just lost me. I did went back and watch uh, the Mark Hamill episode when Ma- Mark Hamill came on. That was really fun. <laughs> that was really good. Yeah, uh, I, just, I I I, uh, <laughs> I think they um, when the actress whose name I am so sorry, but I don't remember who played Howard's mom, uh, and she died in in real life, and yeah. they paid a beautiful tribute to her and i really liked that episode i i i literally went back and i just watched that episode because it was so wonderfully done uh and i went back because that was an episode i missed and and watched the episode where uh they somehow get their hands on the original ring from lord of the rings (laughs) it's just they they have basically howard and sheldon has as a fight about it like who should have it (laughs) 
And at the end, I think it's Shadon who gets dressed up as Golem. <laughs> and it's just so... That was so funny. <laughs> I freaking loved it. But otherwise, it just... I couldn't stay with them. Like, you know, it, it, it just lost its magic, basically. Um, I did watch How I Met Your Mother all the way I through. watched all of How I Met Your Mother. And... I think we're probably in agreement on this fact because I, I literally it was one of those things that again it was one of the things that Channel 4 would put on all the time so yeah. they put like an episode or two on and then one I think it was over the course of like an Easter holidays um, I just sat down and watched the whole thing mm. and I really like that show the ending is bullshit it is the stupidest fucking ending that any show <laughs> like, like comedy painting has ever done it's dumb on so many levels <laughs> Like, how could you fuck it up that badly? <laughs> I, mm. I just, it, it, it boggles the mind that I, they spent the entirety of the last season building up to Robin and, and Barney's wedding and then have them get divorced an episode later. Like, are you fucking kidding me? They are so stupid. <laughs> it's just, just like, ugh. like, I, I, don't even, I don't even mind the idea of the mother dying. I like, hated I, that I, as well. I, I like it. Honestly, didn't bother me as much because I think that that is kind of baked into the idea of the show, right? That he's like specific. Like I think you can really easily. I did like. I feel like that is one of the things that you can. It. It. it I think it still makes sense for, for the rest of it. Like it, it's. It's the fact that they clearly weren't banking on people to like Barney and Robin as much as they did. And then they built it all up to this thing, and then they could, but because they had an ending written out since like season two or something like that, and they were, and they were so unwilling to move away from that that they just ended up coming back and be, and, and just breaking everything that they built. And it was like there was no need. You just just change the fucking ending that you had an idea for, right? Like they like you don't. There's, there's an element of like obviously you shouldn't let your audience completely dictate where you go with your thing you, yeah. you want to have like an element of like artistic vision you know uh, all that sort of stuff but if in order to get the specific ending that you've written way back in the day goes against everything that you've then um gone on to like change about your characters as, you, as you've written the show if if you literally have to regress everybody back five seasons for your your ending to make sense, it's a bad ending now. Like it might not have been bad when you first put it together, but like now it's bad, and that's what what they did, which is such a shame because it really was actually a fun show. Yeah, but I will also say that if that goes on the TV, I'm not watching it. Like it was you you you're that against that against it. No, it, it's just a one time thing. Yeah. It was like the jokes are not landing as well anymore. Like I, I did try and go back and and watch it, but it, it feels dragged out. Now looking back at it, like it's it's you know it took way too long to get to the mother. Uh, I hated. I, I I actually hated the fact that uh, uh uh that's one thing that I didn't like in Friends either. Like it was like Rachel is the best. Everyone wants Rachel. Like you know basically joey wanted rachel ross wanted rachel blah, blah, blah. and i i D dare i say something potentially 
uh, controversial. Yes. I actually liked Joey and Rachel together. Like, I, I, I thought it was fun and sweet, and the two of them, like, made each other more fun. And, like, I understand why they didn't keep it, but I didn't hate it. Like, I really am actually, like, I thought it was cute. And I know people are so vehemently against it, but I'm like, ah, come on. Mm-hmm. Just chill the fuck out. <laughs> like, obviously, it didn't need to be, like, endgame or anything. But, like, I think it's cute. <laughs> like, when they watch it, I'm like, it's, it's, it's cute. They, they, they had a chemistry between them. It was sweet. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't agree at all. And I, you know, they were such good friends for so long. And then suddenly, first Rachel has a crush on Joey, and then Joey has a crush on Rachel, and then, and then they end up coming together. And it's like, uh, no, oh yeah, we can't do this because we are just two good friends. And I'm like, yeah, everyone fucking knew this. <laughs> Sometimes you have to go through it to figure that sort of thing out. I don't care. And I think it, it was it, cute. I, uh, <laughs> I had the same problem with Robin. I just hated that that you know everyone wanted Robin and Robin was the great big thing in here. Uh, I didn't like Lily. I I have to realize this now that I just don't like her. I think she did too many bad stuff uh, that were like yeah unacceptable in my book. Like yeah, what she did with Marshall, I was like, it was it was bad for a while. But like I think. I will say I think the episode that they did um that was the build up to Marshall finding out that his his dad had died. Yes. Is fucking stunning. Oh, yeah. It is actually like a just a piece of genius yeah. uh television um uh, making and so sad. Like no, uh, like unbelievably sad. like heartbreaking. Mm. Um I remember watching that and being r- just really blown away by like the, everything the way that they put the whole thing together. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I liked it a lot. Uh, to go back to it, and I think there were some, there were some running jokes in it that still crack me up. The whole arc with the uh, the five slaps given from slaps given. That, oh, that's great. <laughs> there are great things in there. I'm not gonna say that. There, but yeah. it's like it's just it doesn't hit the same way as friends can. Like you know, it's. I feel like they. I don't know how to put it, but but there are just some things in there that are just cringe. <laughs> I would say yeah. it like this, and, and again, and also again, it's another show that there are a number of things in there that did not age well. Oh yeah, uh, and and it's it's a it's a lot newer, so it's kind of like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It um, wasn't um, it wasn't diverse either. I'm just gonna point that out. Th- like, there are a lot. They think that is a that is a thing that is an issue with this genre is that a lot of the time it's very it's very white. Yeah. Uh, as as a genre, that's not to say that the whole genre is white. I mean, you've got like great shows like Blackish, and I think Kim's Convenience did very well. Two shows that mm-hmm. I have not gotten around to watching, but I really do need to get to. Yep, Blackish <laughs> is amazing. I'm just I've heard great things there. about both of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, but like you know, it, again, it's it's just like um, it is it will it is a especially the American sitcom has just done a thing. Um, well, I think it's moving away from it a lot now. Um, Mostly because Michael Shore is is come in and kind of like is making all these shows that are particularly diverse, yeah, or like with an effort to, to diversity. I found the show I was talking about, by the way, the new uh, Michael Shore one. It's mm-hmm. called uh, uh, Rutherford Falls. 
It's on Peacock in the US. Okay. Um, and it's about two lifelong friends whose relationship is tested when a crisis hits their small town after the mayor decides to move a statue of, a statue of Nathan's ancestor because the cars keep crashing into it. Nathan begins a quest to keep the statue in place, causing uh, Regan uh, to juggle her loyalty um, to her friend and her people. The uh, I'm going to uh, butcher this. I'm so sorry. The Minashonka mm-hmm. nation. Um this is a her yeah she's a Native American woman he's yep. played by um uh, Ed Helms her name is uh Jana um oh that looks German so it's Schmending 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 did you say Ed Helms Ed Helms yeah Ed Helms also helped create the show he's one I of the love, creators of the show I love Ed Helms oh, no, um, <laughs> and it looks like it's one of those things where it's like I I like I like Ed Helms uh Dustin Milligan I only said Mulligan it's in Milligan um is in there who I also think is he's incredibly funny um and it's got like a lot of um Native American uh people mm. who are like cast as main roles in it because it's like a whole the basis of the, of the of the show which is uh something that is so not seen on American television um Resident Alien did a great job at that as well I, if you haven't watched Resident Alien yet please watch it <laughs> Oh, oh, and then of course, I, I, one of my favorites is obviously Shit's Creek, which was so oh, wonderful. Um, I still have to watch that. <laughs> um, uh, and I know that a lot of people start watching the first season, they're like, "This is shit," and I'm like, "Okay, okay, I know the first season's not very good. <laughs> it's not the best, but I promise you, it's the best thing by the end. <laughs> you do have to stick with." Because I know a lot of people are like, "Why do I have to like get through the first season, or do we actually enjoy the show?" But it's like, just trust me. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> It does happen with many TV shows. Yeah. That the first season is not the greatest. Let's be fair. Parks and Rec was the same way. The Parks and Rec was was six episodes. Um, and they um there's a there's a great uh episode of, of, of actually the West Wing Weekly that they did on Parks and Rec because Parks and Rec was so heavily inspired by the West Wing. Yeah. Um that they they did they talked about like the inception of the show it, it was because it was coming off the back of the office mm-hmm. and i think that they were kind of it, like it, it was like the initial idea was to kind of think of it as a spin-off from the office yeah and then it became it's like its own thing in development uh, like it was like um it, it it stopped being like anything tied to the office but they were still trying to do some of the things that the office was doing Mm-hmm. And it they they filmed all six episodes of the first season like in succession because Amy Poehler was pregnant, oh, yes. so they couldn't do like a lot of episodes. Um, and they realized over the like, it they had this opportunity to have people kind of react to the first few episodes, and then kind of adjust accordingly, because it was like it, over the course of like a first season of a show, usually you get like especially with a sitcom, you get like audience reaction to kind of stuff that's not really working. How do we make this into its own thing? Um, and so but it was like they had all this time between the first and second seasons that when the second season came around they were able to kind of like certain characters kind of soften in places and it just became this show about joy it it really like it became about like the joy of like public service and government and all this sort of stuff um God, I just I, I just love Parks so much I've seen it like that is a show that I have gone back to so many times and been like it's they just love each other so much. Parks and Rec is a great show. It is, it is, it is. Uh, it is just a wonderful. I like it's one. Of, it's why I I find it hard to watch Adam Scott and other things now because usually he has a habit of playing an asshole, and I just think he's so sweet as Ben. 
Fair, fair. Ben and, uh, yeah, ben and Leslie were one of those like couples. I was just like, it's so cute. <laughs> Michael Shaw just has it, like knows how to write good love stories. Mm. Um, and then like to kind of finish off the kind of you know trifactors. I mean, it's not really even there's four of them at this point. It's not a trifactor at all. I don't know what you call for. Um, uh, obviously, Brooklyn Nine Nine is wonderful uh, as well. The writing on it is so good. I'm really excited to see how they end the final season, especially in the wake of the world uh, and the American policing system it being what it is. Um, and it, but uh, so that because that's coming out in August and they're doing like ten episodes, so I'm like excited to see how they decide to kind of close it off because now they actually get to go out kind of on their own terms, which is nice. Mm. Um, but this, the good place is um I, I, it was a show that i think kind of lagged a little bit in its like third season mm-hmm. and then brought itself back up with this fourth and final season i'm very glad that they like did it decided to do it for a tight number of seasons um where, where they were like we're not gonna just like there's there's only so much like life that you can get out of this sort of show and it, and it, they lived it for like it, i think the correct amount of time yeah um i sobbed <laughs> consistently throughout the last episode it happens when a good show ends but it's also because the show is about death like they all died and it's about the afterlife and the whole like premise of the last episode of no is like knowing when to move on and like Mm. knowing that like the reason why things have importance is because that they end at some point yeah why everybody like spoilers for the last season of, of the good place but the reason why everybody in the good place was so miserable is because they were like We've done everything. We just exist forever. Yeah. So they they kind of went okay to create the perfect sort of afterlife. We'll give people the ability to choose an end for themselves, so they can go. I've decided that I've I've lived as much as I want to in 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 the in the afterlife. Mm-hmm. Um. I you know I've got everything. Of, I'm I'm at peace completely, and I'm gonna just sort of go back to the universe yeah. and just watching them all get to that point i'm just sitting there going like sobbing <laughs> it's so oh i'm actually getting teary thinking about it um <laughs> it, it's um oh, it was just it was such a beautiful end to a really lovely show that was about the fundamentals of like hey did you know you should care about people <laughs> and like like you giving people the ability to fail and then do better mm-hmm. because they have been like loved by other people oh man what a it's just it, the whole thing was baked it was wonderful and I, I i think i think about it every so often there were so many good life lessons in that show that i think more people should um you know take from it mm. i will point out a tv show that shouldn't have been cancelled and I am very heartbroken still that it got cancelled. It starred Matthew Perry uh, and it only had one season unfortunately. It was called Go On uh, and, and he played a man who can't get over the fact that his wife died uh, so he is forced into get into a group and talk about his feelings and you know in this group uh, he meets with a lot of people who are struggling with different things and it was really really fun it was very diverse as well i think i will have to check it but i think his best best friend was played by 
I don't want to say something stupid. Yes, that's it. John Cho. Uh, I love John Cho. Uh, oh, you actually just reminded me of another show that got cancelled prematurely, but I'll, I'll, I'll talk about it as I can keep going. Yeah, and, uh, you know, it, it was... This was such a heartwarming show because it was obviously, you know, talking a lot about loss uh, and getting over addictions and things like that. But it was funny at the same time and it, 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 it had a really great balance. And then... One season went by and they were like, yeah, not enough people are watching it, so we're going to cancel it. And I was like, no, this is so good. Please don't do this. But they did. There's a couple that I can think of as well. One of them, because you mentioned John Cho. Mm. John Cho was in another series that was on ABC with Karen Gillan called Selfie. Yes. And it was so fucking good. And then they cancelled it so quickly. And I was like so mad because it was such a wonderful little show. And they were so funny together, the two of them. Mm. And I mean, I'll watch John Cho in anything. Oh, yeah. Same. (laughs) Same. Obviously. (laughs) I see his name and I'm like, yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I love John Cho. But also there was a show that my mum and I watched all of uh, recently that was on NBC. It was 2019 to 2020. I, I watched it and I can see why it got cancelled. Um, but it was also lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a show called Perfect Harmony. Harmony uh, had Bradley Whitford in it, which is why I found out about <gasps> it. Um, where he plays uh, um, a widowed... Um, man who had who moved back to his wife's hometown while she was sick and dying mm. uh, uh and then ended up sort of stuck there mm-hmm. after she passed away and he's like a drunk and like suicidal and completely just sort of like hates life because like his wife is gone and he hates this town yeah. um uh, i think he's in kentucky or something yeah. um and he he's like about to um i, re- I realized that maybe i should put like a like a trigger warning thing because i'm talking a little bit about um suicide if you could put that in the edit would be good um uh he he's about to kill himself basically and he's like uh, i need a sign uh if this is like probably the right thing to do um and, you know that sort of thing and then he hears this choir singing in the, the local church where he, he was meant to bury his wife oh, no, in the, in the, in, this is the church where he went to bury his wife he actually buried his wife the church that he meant to bury in denied him um and it's a, he hears this church choir singing and um they're not very good <laughs> and he's um the, the reason he's like interested in it is because he was a tr- he was a choir teacher like uh, he used to work at like harvard i want to say mm-hmm. something like he very very prestigious his prestigious like ivy league sort of school that he, yeah. he used to teach like choir and like music and all this sort of stuff and he goes in and is like right you guys suck <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, and it's, it's bumming me out already more than I already am uh, here's how we're going to fix this and he kind of comes in and you kind of makes them a little bit better and then they're like can can you just be our choir teacher and he's like no <laughs> but what if you did and eventually they kind of I can't remember exactly why he decides oh the the, uh, the church that he um he, he was meant to bury his wife in it's one of those like modern churches like the, the the really awful like built up ones that are like the sort of evangelical type ones. I hate them. Like just even the buildings, I find them to be just so sort of shallow feeling. Um, uh, but they had a, they, they were going in for a quite. It was like a massive choir competition, um, and he fucking hates the guy, <laughs> like the priest at the other place. He's like, I'm doing this out of spite. <laughs> we're gonna beat him. <laughs> And it's just like he's he just ends up being like adopted by this like 
church choir group yeah and it's like this sort of thing of like him relearning how to do life mm-hmm. um without his wife and like learning how to love this place that meant so much to hit her his wife um and it was just it was a really lovely little show um it, like i said did one season 13 episodes um and i can see why like it probably had pretty low ratings because it it did feel quite specific mm-hmm. uh and it was one of those things that unless like it was it, unless it really did like catch the wind and got like and, and uh i can see why it, it didn't quite hit at maybe the exact right time yeah. right yeah it, it, it's one of those things where like this is good i can also see why i got cancelled yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but i would recommend like mum and i watched sat down and watched the whole thing in a day um because the music is also really good and like the, like i said we were talking about the curse if the cast is wonderfully diverse and yeah. it was funny and and sweet and there's a moment in it where Bradley Whitford does what I could only refer to as a stripper dance. Hmm. <laughs> it's a lot to behold. It does sound like it. <laughs> Don't gonna lie. Um, oh god, it was just really, it was just really wonderful. And I think those are what the best um, sitcoms do, right? There's they they kind of tie in the sad sort of stuff with yeah. the, the happy stuff we even talked about new girl <laughs> true that's uh, many out there that you know we could discuss but uh yeah all together i i don't think i like anything sitcom related as mm. much as i love friends oh, no, i'm 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 getting that vibe. i'm like you know I, I i will sit down and i will i will watch many like i've seen a lot uh i still have to watch it squeak we already discussed it. Uh, it's here on my computer, so I just have to sit down and watch it. But uh, I don't know. Maybe it's because I grew up with them. I can't really explain it, but it, I just have such a special connection to friends that I'm like, yep, whenever you want to come on, on my TV, it's you're welcome. Uh, while with other sitcoms, I, I, I usually like them. Like that's why I stuck around and watched the whole thing, like I did with How I Met Your Mother and things like that. But it's just that it doesn't have the same magic. I don't know why. Yeah, I think I think if you you're comparing everything to Friends, you're never gonna. <laughs> yeah, it's not even it's not even the comparing or, or it's just they cannot stock as much as that stock. And I, as I said, it's probably because I grew up with this. Uh, but yeah. I got really obsessed with New Girl for a little while. It was right around season two airing. I've never um, watched New Girl. I'm not gonna uh, lie. New Girl's great. Like it, it kind of lost the plot a little bit, like around season four. Mm. Um, but it kind of picked itself back up again in its later seasons. Um, it, it had that trouble of like they 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 got the two main characters together and then they broke them up for a really long time. Yeah. Uh, which was a bit sort of like, oh, man, what are you what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Um, uh, Nick and Jess have the best first kiss I think I had ever seen in any TV show ever. Um, oh, that's. Uh, I'm not even kidding. Yeah. It is. It, it, it is. The build up to it is brilliant. The kiss itself is so good. I could just trust you on this one. <laughs> the, the, it was like it was it was a genuinely funny show uh, where all the characters were um, like just like whole. They it took them a while to figure out what to do with Winston, who was played by. Um, Oh my god, I'm blanking on his name. Hang on, I'm I'm so because uh, in my head I just keep saying Winston Bishop, but that's the character's name. Shit, why are you not giving me the characters? 
He usually gives the thing at the side where it goes, <laughs> here are all the... Ah. You're going to find it. You're going to find it, Katie. Uh, Lamorne Morris. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. See? <laughs> you found it. <laughs> um, they it took them a while to figure out what they wanted to do with him because... Um, but then they kind of made him like appropriately incredibly weird. <laughs> and it just worked. And it, 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 I would recommend sticking on New Girl at some point. Just as something to kind of put on them in the background. It's genuinely very fun. Yeah. I think uh, it came to me and then I lost it. I, mm. I had a thought here. Mm, 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 mm. Two broke girls or something. I, I had good things about that. <laughs> I never really watched it. It's It's like it took me a little while to get into it. But then it, I was like I was hooked when Jennifer College arrived. I was like, yeah, <laughs> I love this woman very dearly. Uh, and, uh, you know, they they have a gate, great chemistry. Cat uh, uh, Dennings is, is, is really the highlight of the whole thing. Yeah, I show. do love Cat Dennings. Yes, she's awesome. Uh, a lot of people criticized her because she was laughing at the jokes <laughs> as they were recording. And you can see that she is basically smiling at everything. But I think it just adds to uh, her character a lot. And uh, I did really enjoy it. And, uh, you know, it, it was it was nice to see uh, uh, this one because it was a bit different, I would say. Like, it, it still had many of the same elements as, as you know, previously mentioned sitcoms. But I don't know. That that one was, was quite good. I don't think I will rewatch it <laughs> like it's it's once again one of those ones but uh but yeah I, I remember enjoying that one like I, I just I don't know why I decided I think I decided to watch it because I literally had nothing else to watch and I was like ah two brokers just you know at the final season so I might as well just watch the whole thing and I did that's it <laughs> that was the story we did did you want to hear something funny yes because I, I I forgot about this because I I got the the Wikipedia page up to figure, find um, Lamont's name. Um, Ludwig Göransson did the soundtrack for New Girl. He was the the oh. uh, he was the composer for the whole show. Now I I, I might I might watch New Girl now. I am thinking. <laughs> I, I I wouldn't say you know it's his masterpiece or anything, but like hmm. just as a point of just as a point that that is that is a that is a fact. Uh, ah. Like um, and just because I know that my mom's probably going to mention it, um, I I liked because I've I've seen bits and pieces of of Will and Grace, which was obviously quite oh, revolutionary my... for the time. Oh my god, um, my sister's favorite. <laughs> um, I I watched all of the the um, did I watch all of it? I watched most of the when they remade that when they when they brought it back, which was yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just think it, it, that's a, that's a that's a that's a fun one. I thought I'd mention it because I feel like my mother's probably gonna go. But what about? <laughs> I I will put here uh, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air as well because oh yeah ah uh, that's like beautiful. I love that. We watch it every morning uh, on Saturdays because that's when they aired in. I have only seen a couple of episodes. Oh. Of the first break. We watched the whole thing. Like that was like a family event, just like Friends was. Uh, I I really freaking love French Friends, and uh, you know, they they are coming back as well. Did they do already the reunion? I have no idea. Fresh Prince. I think they already did it because I remember I just somehow missed watching it. So I I think I have to put that on my list to to watch it. They had a a, a similar interview kind of uh, reunion. 
in 2020, uh, Will Smith and Morgan Cooper uh, would be de- announced that they would be developing a reboot of the series based on Cooper's Bel Air. Yeah, that's going to be a new one. I know about that. But uh, I think they had like a similar reboot. A reunion of the surviving original cast uh, aired on HBO Max in November. Oh, yeah. Then I, I missed that one. I have to watch that one. <laughs> Uh, so that's on the list. Uh, I really like uh, Fresh Prince. It's, it was like, and the music. Ah, it's, it's always gonna be here <laughs> in my head. Um, uh, what did I? Oh, yes. <clears throat> oh God. <laughs> How many ears does Spock have? Does what have? Spock. Spock. Yeah. Is. Yes. How many does he have? <laughs> Two on each side and the one frontier. <laughs> I know that one. It took me. I'd like a lot of the sighing was me trying to remember exactly how the punchline goes. <laughs> well done. I love that joke. And the final frontier. <laughs> yeah. ah, I had to. <laughs> um. I'm fine. Uh, uh, just close this uh, talk. I will also say that Cruella is out now on Disney Plus, uh, oh, yeah. so that's what I'm gonna watch um, because I love Emma Thompson and Emma Stone, and they are in the same movie. So naturally, I have to see them together. I think I could go watch it in the cinema if I really wanted to. <laughs> I can't because see, that's my problem with with our local cinema. It should be coming here, and it's not. And it's like in three weeks delay or something like that, and I'm like, oh, I think I, I think my local said that it was they were doing it, um, like this week. In my, uh, I'm very, I'm, I'm, I know that you're not gonna watch it, but I am very disappointed. <laughs> Please bring the films when they should be here, not like weeks later, because you know streaming services exist and they are now on there as well. So I'm. I'm also not gonna. I feel like I feel like. I could probably watch Crowhell for way cheaper by going to see it in the cinema. Yes, that's true. That's oh, true. yeah, it's out in the cinema today. Ah, lucky you. It's not out in here, so I'm like... Uh... Oh, it's directed by Craig, um, Craig Gillespie. I can't believe I just said Craig. What am I, American? <laughs> what am I, American? I like that one, that was good. Uh, and then um, we're going to have a Quiet Place review. But I will see it later than you, unfortunately. So I yeah, I'll give it like two weeks <laughs> I before we, you see it on this channel, or, or yeah. you know, yeah, because it's uh, here. It's gonna come out on the tenth of June. Oh, okay, so three weeks. <laughs> three weeks. So, so you you still have to wait. But uh, I can't wait to watch the movie. As I said it many times before, ah, oh, I love I love the first one. You're gonna now see both of them together. So I will be interested to see how you like them uh and yeah and i think this was a good talk again i liked it hmm. so it comes a good yeah especially with my jokes dear <laughs> <laughs> I, was just I was about to be like dear networks please make sure that you work on making st- you know diversifying your sitcoms because people uh, yes. want to see them yes oh 100 percent uh i mean it come on the the best i think the best example for that like how great it is is Brooklyn Nine Nine. I love that show so much. I'm like, I need more. <laughs> yeah, August. That's that. You get you get ten more in August, but that that's that. You're just gonna have to be happy with those because that's I know. that's it. I know. I will be, but you know, 
can't wait. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, there's still a pandemic. So take care. If you can, get vaccinated. And uh, we see you next time. Just like, wow. I love vaccinations. I sure would like to have one one day. <laughs> you're going to get there. You're going to get there. I already had point. two. Uh, so I'm like... I'm, you're, I'm, you're, you're vaccinated. I am vaccinated, man. I am. They're, I think they've, they've just started calling um, uh, up to like... 30s okay so um, that, see you're getting so close. at some point in you're the future <laughs> you're getting i think you go, you should be fine by the end of july that's the that's the governmental plan there you go see beautiful uh also a message to um the government i want to go to comic-con and you still didn't put hungary into the green zone uh we have like i think now six million people vaccinated Please, I need to buy tickets. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Can we really? What are we actually going to get out of this government? Let's be real. I know. I even tried to message them because I am just, you know, I I am trying everything basically. Dear UK government. <laughs> Dear UK government. <laughs> I want to come. <laughs> when are you going to announce Hungary in the green zone? Please. Thank you. <laughs> That's my only question, and you know, but. Uh, Whatever. This is the same government that took way too long to put India back on the, the red list. You can't trust it for, for shit. <laughs> ah, I know. It is whatever. Uh, but yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, guys, you're going to see us next time because I realised that we're not going to see you because we are recording That's not how this works. It's not, it's not how it works. Uh, <laughs> oh god. Uh, I will be back with more bad jokes next week because Katie loves them and I can tell <laughs> bye bye everybody <laughs>